This is the Global Logistics Podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us for today's podcast. And I'm delighted to be speaking with Andrew Bithell. He's a sales team leader from CTS. Good morning, Andrew. And as I say, thanks very much for, for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, morning, Steve. Good to be here. Thank you. Uh, if you could just give us a, a, um, an idea what what CTS is about, um, that would be wonderful just for our listeners. Yeah, so CTS, so we're um, a Google partner. So um, we essentially help our customers maximize um, the potential of Google Cloud through services and uh, and everything that that entails for app modernization, um, building out more data-driven uh, work flows um, and everything that entails. So we're, we're primarily a services company and we're very much focused on Google Cloud. It's really, I mean, loads of stuff. I and mean, obviously, we look at the website, but lots of stuff about CTS is really intriguing. Uh, and I've written down loads of notes here, but um, just um, moving away from all that, I think that's one of the things that's fascinating is all of a sudden, in the last five, 10 years, this these data streams, which have become incredibly important to companies, of course, because, you know, it cuts down costs and makes you much more efficient. But can you just give us an idea of just how quickly? This market is moving and, and indeed how it's changed in the last few years to, to, to arrive at the point now where, because obviously companies can see the massive benefit of this. Yeah, sure. So I think, um, I think cloud computing came along initially as, as, as a bit of a, a play around cost saving. Yeah. Um, and whilst it, it has the potential to do that, I think the, the primary value of, of the cloud is essentially that, um, organizations no longer have to own their own infrastructure. They're essentially renting it off one of the, the major cloud players. Yeah. What that enables them to do is take a much more granular approach mm. to what they use. So the, in, in the to its very essence, you know, you should only put stuff into the cloud that returns value for your business. Yeah. And automatically that means that um, data becomes a massive enabler for that. Because unless you know your data, you're missing out large chunks of information about your customer base. And also your business. So primarily what's happened um, up to this point is that um, there's an argument to say that most organizations have been constrained by the infrastructure that they've been able to purchase. Yeah. Um, so they've, they've been constrained by not only um, the locations that they, they, they're able to fit this uh, hardware into, but also the budgets and all that kind of stuff. When you move to the cloud, you can have as much as you want, as often as you want, and you only pay for what you use. Yeah. So what that means is that from a uh, an organization perspective, companies have, are able to make use of this um, additional compute to essentially do things that they've never a- been able to do before because they've not been able to get the amount of scale that, that's been required to do those very difficult and complex data-driven tasks. No, thank you. And, and um, we use Google Cloud all the time, actually. We and, and we looked at alternatives, and this is just for data sharing. Um, and the truth is, we're bowled over by it. now. We know there's competing ones, but um, can you give us a lot? You know, you obviously know there's other there's competing ones, but what drove you to use to use Google Cloud above and beyond others? Well, I think from a data perspective, I, I believe that that's a real dif- differentiator for Google. Okay, yeah. so you know, Google, if you think about it, they they were one of the very early data-driven businesses, you know, yeah. from um, the search engine and all that stuff that's flowed into Google AdWords. So it makes sense to partner with uh, um, a company that's steeped 
in that kind of history. Yeah. I think um, the other thing is that Google have taken, um, a, I believe, a more innovative approach to the cloud. Yeah. So they've looked at ways of rather than just moving someone else's, you know, moving computers and compute to the cloud and essentially it's just someone else's computer, but it's still doing the same things. Google have approached it by almost breaking down those um, existing um, virtual machines, whatever you want to call them, into the constituent parts that enable you to be a lot more granular in how you're being charged, but therefore yeah. offer more value in that way. Then that coupled with the approach to data, which is far more um, complex and innovative, you're able to you know, quickly get data up into visualizations or make it available for machine learning capabilities and more advanced analytics. It's all about speed and effective use of people's time. And I believe that Google stands out for those kind of use cases. 100%. Yeah, like I say, there's other ones that we looked at and um, totally back what you're saying. You know, it, it does stand head and shoulders. And in fact, we 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 use it 95% of the time in terms of stuff that we're moving around data-wise. So as an example, let's say, for, for instance, I owned a warehouse and, I don't know, I was moving, should we say, uh, clothing. We were selling clothing. It was stored in our warehouse. So from scratch, we meet all, all of a sudden we realise, hang on a minute, we know we can save money. We know we can be more efficient. Let's go to a company that specialises in, in, in helping us achieve that goal. And we came to you and said, look, we ship all these goods. What, what can CTS do for us? That will make that more efficient. And just in a, in, a, in a basic in a basic term, you know, how how would you immediately pick up and run with something like that? Well, everybody talks about data being an asset, right? But yeah. I think we've got to think about it just slightly different because um, unless you do something with that data, it, it's 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 worthless. Okay, so it's not so much an asset in the kind of keep it in the bank and lock it away. It's you have to do something with it. Mm. Okay, and the thing that that, that we would do. And the thing we do for many of our clients is we help them um, uncover the value that's hidden within that data by essentially bringing all disparate data sets together in under a single abstracted layer. And what I mean by that is a lot of um, other organizations will say that they're able to do a similar thing. But there's lots of kind of what I would call traditional operational systems like the likes of SAPs and Oracles and ERPs, yeah. um, TILs, they all have data that's related to what they do. And they're very good at doing things faster, but they're not necessarily uh, enabling organizations to uncover the value that's unlocked in that data. The only way you can do that is to bring all those disparate data sets together in an abstracted data layer and make it available to um, not only um, new techniques and new um, capabilities, but democratize it across the business so that people are actually able to get their hands on the data and start um, using it to channel the business outcomes that they want to deliver. So what we what we do um, is we've got the capabilities and the accelerators that and the people that enable us to help organizations get hold of those disparate, disparate data sets, bring them yeah. together in one place, and then layer over the Google tool sets and people and data scientists and whoever wants to use that data in the most effective manner um, 
So it, it's all about bringing that data together, enabling people to get access to it with tools, and then using that data to uncover information that isn't isn't necessarily uh, visible about all about their customers and their businesses, mm. and then tailor uh, the business outcomes that suit how that business wants to uh, move forward in the most strategic manner. And that's what's great about that is, I mean, this is me making an assumption here that I, I assume at a really simplistic level, if I was moving goods from, I don't know, Harwich to Singapore, for instance, doesn't matter, I guess, what the goods are. But I suppose what you could possibly do is say, okay, when you're breaking down the analytics of it and looking at the shipping costs or, or, or the, I don't know, the quickest route or whatever they've got, there must be the potential to say, well, hang on a minute, looking at the data, you can actually, we've identified where you can do this, that or the other to make it more cost effective. Yeah, and it's it's all about it's um it's all about those margins, right? So, you know, um so Maersk is one of the biggest shipping organizations in the world and yeah. they actually have a hell of a lot they have a huge um data lake around tidal movements yeah. because once they can assess those, they can actually reduce their fuel costs because oh, yeah. they can be more efficient how they move those ships around. It's the the, the thing about the data and the the making it available to the new capabilities and techniques that are, are becoming more prevalent is that any organization can then optimize on whatever they want that delivers their strategic outcomes. So a logistics company may want, may be really concerned about the last um, mile of delivery as being their most expensive. So what innovative ways can they, you know, come up with that would reduce the cost of that or even provide different services? Um, so particularly around the pandemic, right, that was a big um, mover for a lot of retailers. So they had to quickly work out how they were going to become a, a distribution and logistics business rather than the people coming to them. Yeah. No, I understand. They're only, Sorry. they're only able to do that by uncovering the data. And even when they do that and make those first moves, they've got to then measure that performance to understand what they should be doing more of or less of. And that's a really good example using the, the MERS one you brought up because I really never really thought about that. I suppose what they're doing essentially is they're using the energy of the tide, either dropping or rising, I can't work out which way it is, to help push the ship into the port, thus using less energy. And I suppose what they're doing is, or you know, as an example, and with that tidal flow information, which presumably is global, it's a small saving, but then when you roll it up, it's, it's an enormous saving. Yeah, and it's all, all about the return on investment, right? Yeah, you're not just going to do these things for the sake of doing them, but if they can show a tangible benefit from spending all that money analysing um, the tides, then absolutely they should do it. But equally, if it doesn't make sense, then you, because of the way the cloud works, you can just throw it away and turn it off and start again something else. So yeah. you don't have almost like that sunk cost um, that generally you would get in more traditional. Um, cases for uh, experimentation and innovation and with um with the you know the way that this is all going in terms of um i mean i talked about the last few years but where on earth are we going to be in the next five years goodness knows you know because it's changing so rapidly yeah i think i think it does but i think there's a there's lots of companies that are still yet to really maximize the value that these sorts of approaches offer yeah um and there's 
there's quite frankly there's so much legacy um and technology and technological debt out there that companies are spending their time scrabbling to do to, to keep the lights on as opposed to innovating so part of what we do is simplify that journey to the cloud for a lot of these companies yeah take take them on a journey that starts with um helping them modernize their infrastructure and get it up to the cloud and then once they're there we can then work with them to help them um make use of that data that we've got up up into the cloud and make the help them optimize their businesses and thank you and and i should point out again another fascinating thing about cts although i've kind of steered it more towards the logistics for obvious reasons for our publication actually cts is involved in all kinds of industries and i can we can see how the cost saving, which you can demonstrate, could be applied across so many different sectors. And I think that's um, reflected on your website as well. Yeah, every every sector or vertical market has the need to optimise. I think if you look at the financial services, right, they're most concerned with risk and fraud. Yeah. You know, um, retailers, you know, they want to make sure that their customer experience is fantastic. But essentially, they want to get the right products to the right customers at the right time. Yeah. And that's the right. And right it's... It, it's something that I've come across, which was a bit of a surprise to me, although I guess it's changing, is I remember speaking to a client that specialised in robotics, and he was telling me a story about, um, obviously, that to demonstrate to clients. I mean, we all know it's, a lot of it's going away. But he said there was still some – he was surprised. He still come across some companies that were very – not anti it, but I think, technologically speaking, they were a bit – they just were dragging their feet a bit, you know, and he said that 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 was a surprise to him and that was a surprise to me. So I suppose the question I'm going to post, pose to you is, is that something you've come across or is it a generational thing or it's not too much of a hard sell now? It is, I suppose it's like a multifaceted question, really. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the big decision is whether you're going to um, move through or towards a digital transformation of your business. Yeah. And, and sometimes it, it's difficult to have the budgets that enable you to do that. And I think every organization should want to do this. But I think, you know, particularly in the kind of current economical headwinds that we have, you know, it's very, sometimes it's very difficult to make that plunge because it's, it's a massive commitment. Um, and it's very difficult to, estimate what the value will be to come out of it now i think therefore what companies tend to do is they probably try and um look at various pockets within the business of that that they can digitize and they can move forward now that's fine but unfortunately that then just uh, proliferates the siloed thinking that exists and part of the big opportunity around (coughs) excuse me cloud computing and and, and um, becoming, you know, more data driven and digitally savvy is that it's you need to do it all to really see the value. Yeah. And if you're only just operating pockets, you're never going to achieve that full value because if you think about it from the say a retailer's perspective, if you don't hold your all of your logistics, all of your orders, all of your uh, customer information, all your transactions all together. You're never going to be able to unlock the true value because yeah. you're only dealing with with you know half a fingerprint. 
And, and, and with, it's, it's really interesting you should say that because uh, it, sort of, it leads me on to something that Amy sent me over and the, the email release she sent that we should forwarded to me. Uh, and it mentions about granular detail. And I think this part is really important because um, it, it goes on to say that the details um, uh, impact price and decisions at SKU level, not just in warehouse stock and the supply chain, but on the customer experience, sustainability goals, margin and brand value. You can obviously tell I'm reading from that. But what's really, what's fascinating about that is, um, and I should really have picked up on this earlier, so apologies. The, what I, the impression I get with CTS is, Every part of the business, which you can break down into such, into such minutiae, which must, must be brilliant for a potential client, because I assume you can go and say, look, it's not just about this part of the business. We can uh, um, positively affect so many different facets. And I suppose if you've got the, the ability to do that, it must be a fantastic weapon. It is, but it's all about, um, once again, it's that return on investment. Yeah. No one's going to engage us if we're not going to deliver value. Yeah. So if you think about up until this point, IT has been a cost to the business. Yeah. yeah. What we're trying to do is turn it into, you know, show the return on investment. So it stops in the same way that everybody used to operate with CapEx and the cloud moves you to an OpEx model. It's exactly the same with value that can be delivered. If it yeah. doesn't deliver value, don't put it in the cloud. Only put stuff up into the cloud that's going to deliver back on, on that investment that you've made. Thank you. And, and with CTS, again, if this assume this, let's go back to me being a warehouse owner. I really want to bring CTS on board. Is there anything new that I would need in terms of the, um, the, the infrastructure we have with the computing? Do I need new hardware or is it all software driven that we can just integrate into, into pretty much, I don't know, a, a standard IT system if there is such a thing as? Yeah, so because all you need is uh, your laptop um, yeah. and a browser because everything is essentially hosted externally for you. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's as simple as that, really. Um, if you if you wanted to get going, then the, the, the main question is where your data sits. Yeah. Okay. And once again, whether, whether that makes sense, um, leaving it there, and, and, and starting again in the cloud, yeah. or whether it makes sense migrating all or some of your estate to the cloud. And those are probably the first decisions, but essentially, you know, we'd, we'd start to talk to customers about their ambition and kind of work back from there. So the kind of nuts and bolts of getting there can all be clearly stated and understood. Um, but yeah, we, we try to start with the, the ambition of, what they're trying to achieve as a business and how we can help them enable that. Fantastic. Well, I, I was um, involved in this um, uh, making tax digital for that return. Obviously, probably know it's still coming very recently. And uh, I was involved in our first one um, and being part of that. And to be honest, we were all a little bit concerned about how this, how difficult it's going to be. I have to say, as a piece of cake, we were all really surprised how easy it was. And that, I think, for me, for us was removing the trepidation which we thought we'd had we would have because actually it was really simple and i'm guessing um that was an example of how um how simple things can be even though you worry about it is that something with ctest so if i again you know i want to bring in ctest um and using that as an example is it quite easy for people to pick up and run with this 
because you you obviously want to make this as, as, as customer friendly as possible. And in terms of picking up yeah, the run, I mean, yeah, I, look, I think in the same way that people, you know, if your laptop breaks, you're not expected to fix it. You take yeah. it to the IT department, right? Yeah. Essentially, doing the same thing. There's always going to be a need for people internally to have, you know, to be aware of what's going on. But yeah, essentially, we're simplifying the the journey that organisations um, want to take when they they're looking to max, you know, to uh, embark on their cloud journey. And we just yeah. simplify it. Yeah? yeah, we we understand that we don't need to be there all the time, but we want to help them in whatever way suits them. So if they've got, you know, a very up-to-date development team and, you know, tech-savvy element of the business, we're just there to support them and, yeah. and, and essentially stop them making the costly mistakes that other people have made in the past and, and ease their journey to, um, to un- uncovering the value that, that, that they want. Fantastic. Andrew, would you believe the time just whizzes by? Um, it really does. It always goes like this. I just want to say a big thank you to you and once again to Amy. Um, that was a fantastic explanation you gave. Really interesting. Um, and totally I can see how it fits into all sectors, obviously for us the logistics, but you know, getting back to what I said a moment ago, I can see where this will go over so many different industries. And you know, I really best of luck with CTS and thank you for taking the yeah. time to join us. Thanks, Steve. It's been great to meet you. You can find global logistics at glowlogistic.com.